Two and a Half Chicks is back today, and in this episode, we take a journey into the heart of creativity and artistry with our special guest, Gina. We talk candidly with both Gina and Brian, who provide an in-depth look at their variety of artistic talents. We also delve into the importance of inspiration in the creative process and the therapeutic value of art. From famous artists like Monet, Picasso, and Bosch, to art enthusiasts who find joy in crocheting, painting, or singing karaoke, each person's interpretation and experience with art are unique. Don't miss out on this conversation that promises a rich blend of inspiration, creativity, and artful musings. Welcome back to Two and a Half Chicks. It's me, Tess, and Monica, and Brian. Hello. And today we have a guest from the past, from season two, joining us again. It's my sister, Gina. Hello. We are going to talk about art and the creative process. And we wanted to bring Gina back on for this conversation because my sister is a fantastic artist in many different mediums. She has been ever since we were very little. We thought, what better guests to bring on? Brian is also a fantastic artist. We have a lot of talent on here today. I don't know if we wanted to put a disclaimer on there, like just in case, you know, we usually talk about a lot of different kind of topics. So this, you know, you you might, this might be an ambient for you. (laughs) An an ambient or an ambient? (laughs) This might be a snooze alert. (laughs) No, he means an ambient. Ambient. I always get it wrong. Which is the one that makes you, the pill that makes you fall asleep? Ambient. That's the one. (laughs) But it doesn't matter what we talk about. We're interesting, right? Damn straight. And and you don't want to tell an artist that art is not an interesting topic. Oh, hell no. I've been in such a dry spell. I don't find it interesting. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's start there. Let's talk about the creative process. Let's talk about what inspires you. My whole art is based around my relationships, for the most part. So the crazier the relationship, the more my art comes out. I have had the most normal relationship for the last year. I've picked up my guitar maybe twice, and I've never picked up a paintbrush. Wow. Interesting. Yep. Brian, you were telling me the last time you wrote a song was before you even met him. Yes. That was it. When I first moved out here. I was like, and I didn't didn't know anybody. That was the last time I wrote a song. you dedicated it to her, but... Well, yeah, because it it was one of those things where I, I wrote a song basically based on my, the next person I meet type deal. Yeah. That was it. That was my inspiration. Like I was I was lonely, I was alone, I was sad, and now I'm like pretty content and old man and I drive a lesbian car, so it's like <laughs> I have no inspiration. <laughs> D even so just you... told me. He goes, I need some music from you. I'm like, I haven't picked up my guitar in so long and he said, Not acceptable. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Yeah. So you Not like acceptable. to have like like kind of like more um Vivid, turbulent feelings. Those are an inspiration for you. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I. That's true for a lot yeah. of artists that we've known that's, that make their great music, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I need some breath control in my life to write some music. <laughs> 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 okay, so Gina, mm-hmm. how how do you answer that question about what inspires you? Um, I am inspired by human beings. So I love to draw people, faces, bodies, you know, portraits, whatever. I think might be a little, you know, human centric, but I find that the human body is very beautiful and it's very expressive. And I love to see the beauty of emotions as uh, expressed to the human body and the human face, facial expressions, gestures, all that kind of things. Plus it's, it's fun and challenging as all hell to Mm. to draw humans oh Oh, yeah whenever i see your pictures i get mad (laughs) mad. i'm like right because you can't draw that good yeah because i'm like that bitch (laughs) i can't draw like that a little jealousy (laughs) now brian but you you should you can at least draw somewhat brian i can't even draw a stick figure (laughs) your stick figures probably look amazing here's my sister's work (gasps) oh yeah One one of them oh my god that's what that's I mean. Beautiful. You got that's, you should we got to post right. it on our site so people can see it. Paul post one of mine and Gina can post one of hers, and I'm going to look like some like kindergartner just showed up. No, because your style is <laughs> different. Is all you have it's a very, different yeah, style, right. Brian. You do. Just that your style is different. Yours more. Yours more. Uh, like it's kind of like a stylized thing, and mine's oh, wow. more like hyper realistic. Yes, exactly. Know? Look, look at that. That is gorgeous. 
Like I could, yep. I could see that. I could smell the beard cream in that dude's beard. <laughs> you know, I'm like, that is beautiful. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. Those are the ones I can get to quickly, but yeah, just to give Monica an idea. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. Have you, have you ever had a gallery showing? Like, you know how like they, you see on the TV shows, like, oh, I'm being shown at, at so-and-so museum. Yeah. I've been in a couple of group shows. Okay. A couple in Venice, California. Uh, one in Glendale, California, and then some in Boston okay. um, after I moved here to New England. Mm-hmm. But nothing, no, no solo shows because I don't have a lot of, you're supposed to have like at least 20 pieces to have like a solo show. Mm-hmm. And I just don't have enough. I have a lot of old stuff, but mm-hmm. nothing like current that I want to express what I want to express. Okay. So... But I'm not sure if I want to go in that direction anyway, because right now, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> um, I I recently was um, diagnosed with ADHD. Okay. Recently? Yes, recently. Like, really recently? November of 2022. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, fairly recently. And that explains so much as to why <laughs> I've been like all over the map as to changing what I want to do, what kind of, you know, pieces I want to make and stuff like that. I've been just like all over the map. And mm. it's like, so now I'm working on that particular thing so as I can manage it better. And so uh, what I really want to do is illustrate like if like if a, if a magazine article or a book cover or an album cover needs to be like you know illustrated i i would like to like draw or paint that mm-hmm. and like you know freelance you know that's that's okay. the goal right you now you could totally get away with that so i'm going to show you a picture this is the only portrait i've ever done in my life mm. wow oh wow that's cool though that is oh, very that's cool. great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love yeah. that. that. There's is, depth in that. That is my that buddy one. Joel's like um, cousin. That is uh-huh. cool. And that was the only attempt I've ever made at trying to paint a portrait. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> it was painful for you? It was hard, right, Brian? It was. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But it came out amazing. I like it. Well, yeah, it's very you. cool. It, 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 for me, it looks like um, a cartoon version of a human. Oh, I've I've gone through that too. Yeah, stuff and I'm done. like, oh, yeah. that's not good enough. I don't like that. So I'm just gonna just stick to painting dresses. <laughs> well, yeah, well, but talk about what your style is when you do paint, because your style is pretty cool. I don't even. I don't know the styles. I don't know if it's surrealism, like I, because, like, I don't know what I would call it. So I like I'm not that much into art. To like, I'm one of those people. Like, I'll write the song, but I don't know the chords. I'll paint the picture, but I don't know the style. And I don't have Mm -hmm. the desire, because I probably have ADHD as well. But I don't have the wherewithal or the patience or the care enough to figure out my style. But what what inspires you to do what you put on the canvas? Where does it come from? Your art is not like, it's, you know, it's uh, it's not just a portrait of somebody. Gee, what would you call this? Yeah, like, what's that style? Um, it's like, it's, it's, it's not representational, but it's not abstract. I would say it's a stylized, mm-hmm. um, representation. I've always thought the word whimsical. Those are awesome. When I see whimsical. your paintings. Whimsical is a good word. That is yeah, a good word. A really when I see good your word. paintings, Brian, I always think of whimsical. Where does that idea come from? Well, okay. I'll be as easy as I can. I wanted to paint something, but I wanted to be simplistic. When I went to Africa, I got inspired And I was basically there with the women, right? So all the women all had babies and there was never any men around. So all of my African paintings are just like just these whimsical or surreal. I don't even know what you want to call it of these women and they're built, they're babies. Okay. Mm -hmm. So just, and it's just, there's no face. It's just like a black thing with a little like swoop in the middle as the face. And it's not any detail whatsoever. Like I try to put as much detail as I can in the dresses or like the the, the uh, surroundings, but that there's no feet, there's no face for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. So it did that because it was just easy, and I liked doing it. I just found the simplicity in it, and I was, you know, I found joy. But the scenery in the spoke to you, right? Yes, to put on yeah. canvas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the bond between the mother and the child, you mm-hmm. know, whether whatever they were doing, they did together. Like the mom, like the kids were never out of sight, and when they were playing. 
all the kids were all playing around the moms who were doing the wash or were, you know, were just, you know, drying clothes or sweeping, the, you know. And when I tell you, when I was in Africa, I seen grass huts. It wasn't like I went to this place where there was like high rises and stuff like that. It was Africa. And yeah. I just seen this simplistic life. You know, and they were kicking a ball around. It wasn't even a soccer ball. It was just a little leather ball or something that somebody had gotten. But that's where I drew my inspiration. That's where you started, right? Yeah, that's where it started. And then you continued from there. Because the, you've done some paintings where it was inspired by music. Like yeah. where you had the piano and certain lyrics from songs like on your paintings. Yeah, I just basically, you know, I get my guitar. I put it in a certain direction. And then I have the guitar is like the center of the focal point. And then there's a bunch of women. I just paint a lot of women all the time. I never really paint men. I guess I don't really like men. So, <laughs> so I say them. I and I always find like I'm surrounded by a lot of strong women in my life. So like I always like that the one painting you're talking about, Monica, is like the guitar, and they're at a. They're, it's like basically at a pub or like a like it's called like the C'est la Vie Cafe, and they're just blowing off steam at the end of the day, and they're all strong women just having a drink and reading books and still learning and improving their lives where the mime is the guy who's serving them and he's just sitting out having a break with them. I always think that men are like mimes. We're just mindless kind of, you know. In the background? In the background things, you know. <laughs> We're all looking, everybody gets annoyed when they see us and stuff and women are just constantly evolving. So that's why I think I wind up painting and doing most of the things around women. That's interesting. Ooh. Gina, your art often has more depth and meaning there's like a message or some kind of emotional you know sometimes there's a cause or sometimes there's a yeah when you see a picture like somebody asks you to paint something when they commission you and they send a picture to you do you ever talk Mm -hmm. to them to kind of get their personality or anything you just say nope i'm drawing the picture um often i don't talk to the subject because it's usually a gift oh yeah gotcha so I don't have contact with the person they send me. Like I, I try to get them to send as many fo- composite photographs as possible so I can get to know. Because often it's somebody I haven't met before. That's fair. So I try to like get like all angles of their face and see the structure of their face so I can like figure it out as to like the actual pose it's going to be. It's like, okay, this is the structure of their nose, but this is the pose, but this is what it would look like on the other side and all that stuff, you know? So, yeah. Did anybody um, ever send you a picture of them doing it doggy style and you paint that or draw that? No, I did do a, a nude once though. Oh, a reclining nude. It was a painting for her husband. She did a semi nude of me for my husband. Oh, that's right. I did. Yeah. My first anniversary. What was the no, semi? You, you weren't, you were nude. You. It was. Just, I just had. I, I just had a were, drape over me. Yeah. You were oh. positioned. The picture itself was. You were nude. rose yeah. from Titanic. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Like I had. Like I was positioned in a way that didn't show full nudity because it's hanging in our house with kids. So you know, it wasn't full nudity. Oh, it, did she pay you a dime? Like Rose and Titanic. Oh. oh. <laughs> Monica, what have you done? Have you ever thought about doing a nude, painting a nude, stick figure wise or something? Painting a stick figure nude. <laughs> No. A stick figure nude. Tell, no. tell the milkman, look, later, I'm going to draw you. If I were to draw a, a stick figure nude, they'd probably think it was a spider or something. <laughs> I cannot draw for the life of me. I cannot sing for the life of me. I could crochet. That's there we go. Art. Jose, what are your creative outlets? Yeah, I can't crochet. Nobody can crochet. It's a lost art form. No, there are a lot of people who crochet nowadays. A lot of young people I was just going to say, are they crochet. older? Young no, people? I've wow. seen a lot mm-hmm. of young girls crocheting like i i look at them I'm like oh look what she's doing and she goes yes it's very soothing which it is i think you're right i think my soothing. niece does i think you're right mm-hmm. interesting it's come back yeah. so mm-hmm, that that sure. that's my art but don't ask me to sing so brian <laughs> if we if we do don't. karaoke on the cruise you're going to have to put on some earplugs oh my god don't ask me to sing <laughs> jesus christmas oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm not singing on no cruise <laughs> So, Monica, you were excited about this episode, though, doing the art episode. What is it about art that made you excited? I just love to look. I love, love because I am not artistic, I love to hear about people and their creative process and what they create. Like, I, you can send me all the pictures of things that you've drawn, Gina. I would love to look at them. I love to look at art. I love to go to the museum. And I know a lot of people find the, you know, the Met uh, boring. 
Uh, but I love to go to the museum, and I'm one of those dorks who reads yeah. the you know the little placards, placards on the wow. on the paintings. You are a dork. Like when was this drawn? <laughs> Why was this drawn? You know. No, it's it's really amazing to like listen to the. I mean, he, see the story behind it and what inspired them. You know, it cracks me up whenever I go to the museum because like. You go around and you keep seeing like a whole bunch of portraits and portraits and portraits and portraits and portraits of people, you know, from many hundreds of years ago. And I laugh to myself and I go, these were the 17th, 16th century selfies. Mm-hmm. They yeah. do yep. themselves. You know, nowadays you see those kids in the bathroom taking pictures of themselves in the bathroom, right? <laughs> that That's Those funny. portraits were that. Well, it's funny that you say that because I, I said to em, or I, one of them's friends one time, she was, she's a Chinese girl. I said, hey, do all white people look the same to you? She said, pretty much. So when you go into those museums, I can see why she says that. Because all those paintings look exactly the same to me. They all look mm. the same. They all have the same bodies, they are very the same similar. faces. Everything looks the same. They are very similar. Well, I mean, most of the time it was in Europe that they right. were painted. So. Well, but one of the things that's so cool about art, though, is that when you look at, like, even if it looks all the same, when you look at art, everyone sees it a little bit differently, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite thing so, about art. If you were going to say it, yeah. it's subjective. Mm-hmm. Right? It is. So mm-hmm. when you show me a Picasso, I'm like, oh, my God, I wouldn't wipe my ass with that thing. But the world thinks it's worth millions and millions, right? I've never liked Picassos. I actually like paintings Mm-mm. that project sadness or lots of emotions. Like, I've always felt Monet paintings, the way he drew it, you know, like when he draws the, the bridge. Mm-hmm. It just feels so nostalgic, and, and, and beautiful and, and, and like lonely. I agree. But Monica, could you imagine though, if somebody painted that same painting today, everybody would be like, that's fucking ugly. No, that's not true. I don't know about that. I, I, I don't know. I think art was very subjective to the point where it was, there was no TV back then. So you had to look at these paintings. Well, also impressionism was like a breaking away Mm -hmm. from like the realism of the time, like the Mm -hmm. salon, Mm -hmm. the French salons were like heavy on realism Mm -hmm. and impressionism was like a a, a groundbreaking technique Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's just like a bunch of dots. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look at anything when you're close up, but you stand back. It's just like, Oh my God, there's a haystack. You know what I mean? Right. But that's my point. It's a haystack. (laughs) it's like damn yeah you know not exciting to us i think the way the colors i think the way i don't know i just maybe like you said brian it's subjective well right because i think they're so just so sad and so lonely i always feel loneliness when i see monet paintings yeah that's fair and it gives you an emotion which is unbelievable like see for me hieronymus was hieronymus bosch those paintings Mm. that he does are so bizarro and crazy and i'm like now that's art you know when you got an egg with yeah. a dick sticking yeah. out of its ass and, a, and it's got a duck i was beak. just gonna ask what the art was for that it's artist. the craziest what, what is... world like i think there's one called um yeah. uh, the garden of good and evil it was just one of my mm-hmm. favorite triptychs or paintings ever it's just unbelievable and i went to the bosch museum when i was in spain and i was like seeing this painting i was like this guy was off his rocker he was done i mean i can see if this guy would have cut his ear off because that's how bizarre his paintings are like Vincent van gogh you paint a sunflower you cut your ear off what the fuck but bosh i'm like jesus christmas that dude's off his rocker well maybe bosh was getting it all out of his system you know i don't van gogh was just like he had a he had a lot of uh mental illness yeah. and mm-hmm. so it's just like he's I think he was trying to hang on to like the beauty in the world. And so he did like the, you know, he put, I think that's where the, the texture comes from. It's like, he was trying, he's trying to like get the intensity of his emotions out through gesture. And, uh, you know, well, I was going to ask, like when you look at paintings where the subject is not 100% clear, like more abstract, I mean, do you think you feel the emotions? Does the emotion come through that the artist was feeling when they painted it? You know, when you look at that, like Monica was saying, she there's uh, the was it Monet is so emotional, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, or sad. I was like, mm-hmm. do you think that you, that that you ever any person looking at art, do you think that they see the emotions that the artist was feeling or intended when they painted it? I think it's personal. It depends on what you are going through in your life. What's going on inside of you? 
And when I first looked at these paintings, I know there was a lot of sadness inside me. So that's why, till this day, I associate a lot with a lot of sad paintings. So it's about the person looking, not it's at the person who, looking, what at, they looking at it, and what it means to them. Because mm-hmm. mm. I know I'm like Brian. You know, he sees Monet. He doesn't like it. Um, oh, it's not that I don't like he has it. A different perspective. It's just, but you have a different. It doesn't emote. It doesn't give you emotions. It will. It, it, right? it makes me feel peaceful. I will say that it's mm-hmm. peaceful. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. It's mm-hmm. not, I'm not saying it's bad, you know, but I just think about all the other artists nowadays, you know, like I didn't get anything about was, uh, was, who was the dude that painted all the Campbell's soup shit? Warhol or something like that? Right? Yeah, Warhol. Like, I don't get anything over a fucking can of Campbell's soup. Like, you basically made, it, it made me think of a, a movie I love called um, Sing Street. And it's it's just basically a story about a kid that falls like falls for a girl in high school, and he says, "Oh, we I'm in a band," and he wasn't in a band, and he tells he goes across the street and tells his friend, "We got to start a band." But what his brother tells him, <laughs> right? I love that movie. Yes, and what his brother tells him is, you know, you're trying to find, you know, win the girl's heart by using somebody's somebody else's art. So when I see Warhol painting Campbell's soup cans, I'm like. There's somebody else's artwork and you're painting it over and over again. People think this is great. I'm like, no, it's not yours. I understand you could kind of, everybody steals a little bit from here and there, but that was blatant. Sometimes it's not about the subject so much as the perspective, right? That's fair. It's all about the perspective. Yeah. But I'm not saying that it's not, it isn't original. So I get that part of it hundred percent, but I wonder if it was a perspective that he was going for. Warhol is, um, he was, he was about, pop culture he was trying to like okay uh how do i say this he's kind of like taking pop culture and like figuring out what our obsession with it is and what our perspective with pop culture was so he's taking like you know he's taking this can that you see every day and it's just like he's taking well let's make this art Mm -hmm. you know and it's just like he's he's taking like like Marilyn Monroe. You did those those quad those four quadrants yeah. of Marilyn Monroe, yeah. and she's just you know she's like everywhere. Everybody knows her, and it's just like you know he's just like saying, "Well, okay, here's this sex goddess," and just like what is our relationship to to her? How how do we feel when we see her? And you know stuff like that. I get it. So it's just like at least with the with the just, Marilyn Monroe posters, there was a, there was a you know, a chance you might see a nipple or something. What, what, like, was he going to spill out the vegetable beef soup? What am I going to see, a carrot? <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it was just, nah. I don't know. I don't get the whole Campbell's soup thing. <laughs> That's why art you is know, so subjective. Brian, yeah. right? his, his was a different form of art. It wasn't like he was making original paintings. He was just taking mm-hmm. something and trying to sh- show it to you, like what Regina is saying, show, Com- showing it to you in a different way, make you think agree. a different way about it. I get it. So that was his form of art some people thought he was an idiot but some people thought he was a genius right he might have just got joy in doing it not the actual Mm -hmm. because i'll tell you something for myself i don't enjoy the creative process once i know what i'm doing like the i like the doing part Mm -hmm. i don't like i used to decorate cakes that was my art years ago i didn't like figuring out what to do on the cake but once i knew what i was gonna do i loved doing Mm -hmm. it so maybe he didn't know what he wanted to do or what Spoke to him, but he liked the doing part. Just a theory. That makes sense. But you see, this is why I do not want anybody seeing my art because I am such a asshole when I see other people's art. <laughs> well, that's you know their what problem, I mean? It's like, oh Just my Just like God. it's your problem. He doesn't have to care about your opinion. And, and you don't have to care about other exa- people's But opinion. I do. That's why I don't. Because there's going to be enough people that it speaks to. You would you be know? very upset if somebody saw your artwork and it said, like oh it. my God, that's terrible. Yeah, that's childish. Exactly. That's the. Ex- I'm sure Gina would say the same thing. No, that's not childish. You know, I'm sure if somebody well, well, she drew his picture of somebody and they looked at him like that looks nothing like the picture at all. You'd be crushed, wouldn't you, G? If someone saw your drawing and and they said, Didn't "Oh my like god, it. I don't like that at all," you'd be like, "Oh fuck, that's horrible." Or would you say, "It's I don't care. I like it." I'd be like. You're wrong, but you're welcome to your opinion. <laughs> That's a good one. So let's say Gina has a bit of confidence. She's got confidence in her. That's fair. I do. I try to get a likeness when I draw people that are like, if it's not from my imagination, if it's somebody 
in the world, mm-hmm. I try to get a, as much of a likeness as possible, you know. But, but you have a lot um, of pieces of art where they're, you're not, it's coming out of your head. You're, it's not from a photo. Mm-hmm. No, who's going to criticize that? It's just like yours, Brian. And who's going to criticize something that you just saw? And it takes talent to do that. So I don't know. I think there's a lot of people that would like it. I don't know who it was. I read this about like many years ago. I think it was Oscar Wilde who wrote an essay saying that um, people pe- people shouldn't create art to please others. Yeah. Because when you start creating art to please others, then you're not really creating what what you are expressing, what is coming out of you. You're doing it only for, you know, the pleasure of others. So if you're going to really create art, just create the art that you want so that you love it. And if nobody else likes it, well, that's on them. But if you love it, you're giving out your best work. And, and that will make you happy. I completely agree with that. That's why my paintings are all sitting on my walls and not at a, you know, at a store or online to, to buy and stuff. Because I put this stuff online. I remember one time I went and got a frame put around one of my paintings and I brought it to like an art gallery in Somerville. And I was like, oh my God, this thing's going to sell in like 13 minutes. It never, ever sold. And it was like one of my favorite pieces that I've ever done. And I'm like, no one liked this damn thing. And it wasn't priced over, overly priced. And I was like, shit. I'm not doing this anymore. You didn't like the feeling of rejection. Yeah, it was horrible. That's the thing about art is that something that is like so meaningful to you, it's just like may or may not appeal to the masses. You know what I mean? There's there's art and then there's marketing. You know what I mean? Two different things. That's why some people don't do it for a living, right? Because they want to do be true to themselves. They don't want to have... Because, I mean... There's times where I'll hear Tim talking where he'll do a music project for somebody and he knows what he's doing and he knows what he sees and what he thinks should be done. But then they'll ask him to do something that he might feel is not, you know, good for it. Like, you know, or even if he was doing a compilation video or whatever, someone might say, change it this way. And he's like, ooh, that's not going to be good. Mm -hmm. But you have to do it because they're paying you. Right. It's completely different than if you're doing it for you. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and that's like, Gina, correct me if I'm wrong, but is that one of the reasons that you like did never do like a graphic job, graphic arts job or something like that? Or like, didn't you want to no. keep your art for you? No, I, I'm if if I'm doing a commission for somebody or an, or a, a, a job, then mm-hmm. I'm very happy to do whatever they want. Do you enjoy doing that art as much as the stuff that inspires you, I guess, is the question. Um, Not quite as much. But yeah. it's still fun. Okay. Well, it's still good. fun to like draw. I love the 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 process of drawing and painting. And so it's like, yay, but it's just it does feel like an assignment. Right. Which is fine, but it's just it's, it's just a little bit different. There's parameters. Sure. That you don't have if you're doing something for yourself, you know? Yeah. Because sometimes when I would paint stuff, I and this was like such a stupid th- thought process I have. Um, but I would paint something and literally like four hours would go by in a matter of five minutes. Like when you're painting something, time has no, you have no concept of time. And I remember Mm -hmm. thinking, oh man, I could have done so much more. But the truth of the matter is I would just watch the movie on Netflix. But that shit brought my heart rate down. You know what I mean? And I was focused on Mm -hmm. certain things. I just getting the colors right. It was such great therapy. And I'm sitting in a room right now where I have an art table. I got the paints all right there. Haven't picked up a paintbrush in over a year. I got no crazy mm-hmm. in my life. I don't want to you know, paint about my job. <laughs> so I'm not going to paint about that crazy. But like my relationships were crazy. Like when you went to Africa and you got inspired by something you saw, maybe inspiration could come from something like that. Yeah. I know you're not going to Africa right now. Yeah, because saying. that wasn't inspired by crazy. No. Right? Well, my relationship was horrible back then. But no, that was not inspired by crazy. That was just like, I want to pick up a a brush and try something because I never went to art mm. school you know I took mm-hmm. a couple I took art in high school and grade school but like you know they just tell you slap it on the painting and we'll get an A <laughs> it was like the easiest mm. thing to do yeah. but I never was properly mm-hmm. trained like when I see you drawing pictures you draw the circle for the face with the you know the plus going through it and the you know you're doing all the math on it I'm like I'm gonna wing it if it comes out good if it does if it doesn't it doesn't mm-hmm. I don't want to put the work yeah. in <laughs> sure 
<laughs> it's like sex. Yeah. I don't want to put the work in. I don't want the foreplay. The art of making love, right? I don't want to well, do all that anymore. <laughs> the yeah, the blocking is like the least fun part. You're you are so right. You know, it's like the details. It's like mm-hmm. getting the the shading in there. Yes. And the, the little details. That's the fun part. Yes, and you get lost in it, right? You get lost in time. You do. It's you're in flow. You are. You're in flow. But, but like you know? I've had like writers slash painters block for like over a year now and it's like disturbing like i get mad at myself and the more you try to come out of it Mm -hmm. the less you create so Mm -hmm. i'm suffering through that right now i need to start crocheting (laughs) (laughs) you need to tell em to start acting batshit crazy no i don't think she has it in her (laughs) that can i know that brian that can be your kink and will act crazy and throw stuff and break stuff, and then you can paint. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'll try. Honestly, if I think if M starts throwing stuff and yelling stuff and going crazy, Brian will be like, "Come here, let's go to the room right now." Yeah. Well, first, I would laugh hysterically because I would never. Expect, like, I hate to say it, but she gets so angry at me because even when she's yelling at me, I'm like. I'm so sorry. Hold on. Let me, let me get past this. <laughs> Can't take her seriously. Can't take her seriously. <laughs> and that, she's just too nice. Is that why? She, yeah, she just... The other... I, we went to my company picnic. I know this is off topic, but we went to my company picnic and her and the kid came and the, one of these... Um, this girl that works for me says, oh my God, I want to bottle your girlfriend's smile and sell it to the world because it's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how she is all the time. So it's like mm-hmm. when she gets mad about something, I'm like, <laughs> that's just too funny, you know. Let's ask Demetrius about his artistic style. And when you're right, doing your music and stuff like that, D, what do you go through? I legit don't think of anything. I don't have a goal in mind whenever I make music. I just go through sounds and whatever sounds good, I build off that. Okay. But you know you need to create, right? It used to be that way. It's less disciplined now. What I hear Brian say when he says he's not inspired, you're not inspired by what you used to be inspired by. Right. You, you should try. You should try a different source of inspiration. Mm-hmm. Because I've done that with my sort of creativity, which is you know, all right, I, this is what I, this is what this is how I started. But you sort of move past that inspiration, and you sort of do it for another reason now. That's actually. Took you fucking 38 yeah. minutes and 26 seconds to fucking tell me something that you could have told me, you know, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> it saved me a lot of stress and grief. I find art to be therapeutic when I do it, but my art isn't like your art. Like, I don't create. I made picture frames. I color mandalas. I used to make cakes. Like, it's that kind of stuff. You, like, you guys are boosting me up. Do you know how hard it is to make a fucking cake? Regardless, forget the de- decoration of the cake. Just making a good tasting cake is like a crazy art form. Cooking yeah, that is cooking. that all of that is creating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. You well, are, I, making you, cakes was creative, hundred percent. Yeah, all of it, all of it. You, yeah, you take a pencil, you make a mark on a piece of paper. You take uh, an orange and put it on a blue piece of paper. That's creating something. Oh, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. I'll you know be what I'm doing saying? Tonight, stealing that idea. You have an idea and you put, you make it in physical reality. That is creating. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's I a think reason it's me- called culinary arts, right? Right. There you yeah. go. Good job, Monica. Do you, does anybody else get that thing when you're, if whatever your art form is, whether it's crocheting or cake making or drawing, when you see other people doing it, do you get that crazy inspiration? Yes. Well, I used to. Well, yeah. When it comes to like the cake, like cook baking and stuff, yeah, I did. That's what I mean. When you watch the baking shows, do do you see like that? Oh, yeah. What's her name? The, what's I forgot her name. She's supposed to be the cake queen. That she was on the Gordon Ramsay shows all the time. Blonde girl. Yeah, I don't know. Anywho, I'm not sure. She was like the queen of cakes. I don't think somebody watches that and says, "Oh my god, now I want to bake." Because I know I'm watching those cooking shows even, I, and I'm like, now I want to cook something. Yeah, I watch <laughs> American Idol and I'm like, I want to write a song now. It's inspiration. <laughs> yeah. But Absolutely. Yeah, I follow 
a lot of artists on on Instagram just so I can see what they're doing and just like, ooh, what are they doing mm-hmm. now? You know, mm-hmm. and it's highly inspiring for me. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely. Cool. Well, we we mm-hmm. kind of broached on this in the beginning when Brian, you had said that you lost your inspiration, but that was one of the things I wanted to touch on is how are you inspired? Like, what does inspire you? Like, you're always the first one to hear the music I write. You haven't heard one in over yeah. a year. But every I time know. you hear one of my songs, the first thing you say is, oh, my God, like, I, I felt like I lived that with you. They need to be heard is what I'm always telling you. Well, <laughs> thank you. But Your songs you, need to be heard by the masses. Yeah. So when I was writing songs about the devil, like, you, you knew all the stories, right? Yeah, so yeah. when you listen to my lyrics, you're like, oh, yeah. oh my God, I, I remember you. Like, it's kind of like you remember me telling you, you know? All That's my funny, songs yeah. are stories. It's like I tell Em all the mm-hmm. time, everything I write is a diary. Mm-hmm. I, it's everything I it's know. It's like a journaling. It's like you're journaling, yes. but you're, yeah. And I have nothing Ooh, to journal yeah, about now. I, I know it sounds horrible. I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm very content. Mm-hmm. But what am I going to do? Write about my, my lesbian forester? Well, you're not feeling intense emotions in the negative realm. No. You're not feeling heartbreak. Right. You're not feeling you know, frustration, you're not feeling, I mean, maybe over like instant family, that took you a minute, a minute, Yeah. but, but I mean, you're not feeling the same kind of intensity of emotions. Right. But like Demetrius said, maybe I need to start focusing on what I got good and try to flip the script instead of writing about sad or something like that. Maybe try to write about something happy. Do you, is there anything that you're curious about? Like sexually? No. In any other way, you know, I mean, maybe yes, but I mean, just in life, you know. If I come out next week and I show you guys a painting of a dick that I painted, I'm going to say, blame Gina for this. <laughs> music to have sex by. Yeah. yeah music, right? Music to have sex by. There we go. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I'd have to sit there and actually like uh, figure out my life before I could figure out what, what, Something new, you know, something inspiring right now. Because right now, nothing yeah. is inspiring out here. I don't find any yeah. inspiration in Reno. Zero. But I think mm-hmm. that's because you're not happy where you are. Like, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's a big part of it, probably. Yeah. That could be. And another thing, like, you know, like I said, going off topic, but, like, I don't feel rooted here. I know this will never be my forever home. So mm-hmm. I'm every, I've been renting and renting everywhere I go. It's renting. I don't have roots anymore. I need mm-hmm. some roots and maybe I can start working on something, you know, artistically to, you know, like Demetrius is shaking his head, right? Maybe find something in that realm, right? About or, finding uh, roots. Yeah. Do you yeah. ever feel nostalgic that you could write something from a nostalgic yeah. perspective? Yeah, every I don't once know if that's while, he- as healthy as looking forward. Maybe looking back isn't as healthy as looking forward, but it's doing something. Well, I mean, if you miss your art, then there's ways to reconnect to it. But if you don't, then there's no pressure either way, you know? Right. Well, have you found another outlet to de-stress, Brian, instead of your painting and creating music? Just rubbing one out. <laughs> okay. Did you expect any other response? <laughs> no, I, I, I got a fish tank and I fucking stare at this stupid fish tank for like an hour a day. And I feel like I have just yeah. wasted an hour of my day. But then I think Mm-mm. my blood no. pressure is mill right now. But Brian, I've seen your fish tank and it is actually a really beautiful fish tank. <laughs> Thanks, Monica. You've got the plants and the <laughs> special kind of fish. It's an ecosystem. It like a, it's like an oasis, yeah. Watching beauty is, is never a waste of time, ever. Yeah. No, and you're slowing down when you're doing that. You're not like stressed and like on your phone and... You know, you're, you're, you're slowing down. Yeah. And it's we don't funny. do that enough as people. We don't slow down enough. Yeah. Cause M said to me, that is the best television you ever bought. <laughs> Cause <Right>? I literally <laughs> stare at Better quality than a lot of the stuff on television yeah. too, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Gina, what about your inspiration? What inspires you? Like, cause you go through um, blo- moments of blocks too, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I don't see yours lasting too long though. Oh, yeah. Some artists are just like cranking stuff out all the time. I'm just, it takes me a while to percolate, but I like to illustrate like ideas and um, let's see. So I, I did like a couple of pieces like um, pencil pencil drawings. I did one that's like a, um, a human head d- face divided into four quadrants 
and each quadrant had a different um, the character characteristics of a different race mm-hmm. and gender. Mm-hmm. And in I like to put text in my pieces. Um, that's <laughs> if you didn't get it by looking at the picture. Right, right, right. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, and funny. it says uh, our our humanity. And it has the greater than sign from like math equations. Mm-hmm. Uh, our humanity is greater than our differences. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I like to get like ideas across and, you know, Messaging. stuff that I feel is important for people to like think about right. and consider. Um, I used to do like stuff like, like carnivals and circuses and stuff like that. Cause I used to be into like, I, I don't want to say goth, but like, you know, more like more colorful stuff when I used to be like into the twenties. Okay, because I was like, God, I used that's to be like the a flapper. Opposite of colorful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like when I moved here, it's just like that stuff just kind of faded away. You know, it's just like, yeah, I'm not into that anymore. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just kind of like, I don't want to say like, I don't want to say social conscious, social consciousness, but like definitely stuff. Because I see what's going on in the world and I have like feelings about it and I try to get those feelings out in my art and, um, I try to get people to think about stuff to like make them better people, Mm -hmm. you know? That's fair. Make it a better world. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Monica? Was it you and I just talking about this or I don't know, somebody I was just talking about. I'm like, I don't give a shit what happens to the world when I'm dead. That was you, Brian. Yes, it was me, that right? That was me. And it yes. was you and me talking about that. Because I care because I have a grandbaby and yes. I have kids. Have We're kids. still young yeah. and I care about what they are going to inherit. And you You're said, right. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I said, no, no, mind you, I don't, like I said, I don't throw stuff out the window. I don't litter. I'll separate the trash and everything. But if people want to act a certain way, that's their problem. I don't, I don't, give, I don't get involved. <laughs> you won't even know. I won't even know. Maybe that's going to be my next art thing. Just flames burn it to the ground yeah <laughs> well i have that painting that you made brian of the remember the you gave it to me because it was upside down <laughs> oh they they, they the mounted the, it upside uh, down yeah lucifer the, yeah it was like lucifer yes looking up at the sky yeah yeah that's the one i painted yeah look at this that's just crazy oh is that is that genus oh that's it yeah can't see the words though the words are down there can't i can't yeah, but it's still beautiful. That's Lighting. nice. Yeah. Uh, I so love that. So for our listeners, Gina's website is sparkingthemuse.com. Do you sell prints? I do. Okay. Yeah, I have a store on my, my website. There's some, I, I got to like do some like tinkering on it, but um, but I have like the galleries and then I have, um, I have a, I, you know what? I think I got rid of the digital portfolio because I want to work on that. But I have the gallery the galleries, and then I have the store. So some, some, but not all things are available in the store. See, not everything is a, is a face either. See, Monica. Oh yeah. Sometimes oh wow. Do you, do you sell the, the originals or do you sell the prints? Um, usually it's the prints, mm-hmm. um, because they're just easier to not manufacture, but they're easier to, um, get into production. Okay so to speak. Um, and I can sell multiple ones mm-hmm. of them. Do you use a, do you like sell it? Like when somebody buys something, do you go, and I'm asking for myself even too. So like when you go on mm-hmm. this web, do you ship it yourself or does this company go and do, do all that for you? No, I ship it myself. Okay. So you get all the prints done. Like you have a pile of prints in your house and if somebody orders one, you ship it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. See, that's just me too. That's just a lot of work. <laughs> That's what I want to do. That is what I want to do. I, it's like, I, cause I used to figure model for like, I did it for like six years full time. Mm-hmm. I loved like doing a different thing every single day. And like, I helped inspire other artists mm-hmm. and, um, in universities, I helped the teacher, like, uh, the professors, I mean, you know, get instruction across to the students and, you know, I, I really enjoyed doing that. And it was not being, you know, in an office all day long mm-hmm. doing the same thing. You know, it's like doing different things every day. And I just, I, I, I thrive on that. So that's why I want to be a freelancer and I want to do my art. That's so cool. What I, I meant was like, I don't want to have to sell anything. 
I wouldn't mind getting mm-hmm. the prints ready because I know there's websites out there where if you download your images, they'll put them up on their website, they'll sell them, they'll take a big part of your, mm-hmm. your commission and everything and send you to the, the, you know, the pennies that are left. But I'm like, you know, the pennies are a lot more than doing nothing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. pennies are better than not getting anything yeah. in return. So it's like, I don't want to have to ship anything. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about it. You can do that too. Yeah. You mean have somebody else do it for you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have um, some of my pieces on there. um, One of the, like a website like that too, um, Society6. And um, they they do it all. So I just, I have like the bases covered. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's fair. Luckily for them, my sons did not inherit my non-artistic genes. They're actually both very creative. They (laughs) have different, different ways of creating their art. But but they're still very creative. And my one son, he he's a computer science major, so he is artistic in a drawing tablet, not painting. And I I found out that he was selling some of his work, which he doesn't like like me to see. I don't know what he's selling, but he said, <laughs> but he said that one of the things he does is uh, he does uh, requests of D and D artwork. Oh, online because he's into D and D, you know, Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So he does like artwork or or brings to life uh, characters, people's characters from Dungeons that and Dragons. Is brilliant. And then my other son is more like like Eugenia. He draws like you know pictures of stuff of, of real life things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I have learned to ask them for any time, anything, anytime I need help with any kind of decoration any kind of coloring because I have like the worst taste. <laughs> I'll buy something and I bring it in and I'm like, look, I bought these lamps and they both look at it like, uh, that's not going to go with this alcohol. I'm like, okay. So they actually, so it was funny. I bought these lamps and I brought them in. They said, mom, those plant, those lamps don't go with our house. So for Christmas, they gave me lamps <laughs> that they both agreed <laughs> would go with the house and they look really great too. Oh, that's so funny. I have like the worst taste. But you're an engineer, Monica. I am an engineer. There you go. That's why I can do crochet because crochet is all about the counting. It's all about the different, you know, stitches. Two, three stitches, one stitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it's so easy. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Well, Tess, you got anything else? Yeah, I mean, there's so many things that fall under the heading of creative. I mean, gardening is creative, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. as we said, cooking is creative. Um, interior, interior design, design. Like you mentioned. Yeah. Fashion. Creative. Yeah. It's creative. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. So many things. Yeah. And it's just, it's, that's what makes it so much fun is that everybody's interested in different things, you know? Mm-hmm. And even if, even within the same, you know, genre, say, let's say, uh, there's different subgenres. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're doing, you're doing a painting this way. I'm doing it like this, and oh my god, that is so cool, you know. And it's just every, it's something for everybody, and that's what I love about art, mm-hmm. you know. So many people appreciate what other people can do, which they can't do themselves. That which they mm-hmm. can't do themselves. I don't for know sure. for s- some reason. Like ever since I was a little kid, I was obsessed with the performing arts. Like I, I just mm-hmm. sit and watch the show Fame all the time on TV and. I like the performing arts, whether it was singing, dancing, acting. I just like the performing arts. And I don't know, like, I felt like, why am I obsessed with this when I don't even have the talent? Like, I'm not, I could, I'm not a dancer, you know, I'm not a musician. I'm not a, you know, I, but I was always obsessed with it. So that makes sense because Monica, that's why we watch those teenage shows on Netflix. Mm -hmm. We're not teenagers anymore. So it's nice to look back on, on, on that whole life we had. You can just appreciate yeah. the talent that somebody else has. That's yeah, I always so, appreciate I talent going. I don't have. Mm-hmm. So, Tess, if mm. you if you had it to do over again, would you like learn to do that or train to do that? Is that something you would be would have been interested in doing yourself? I don't have the skill to dance. Like I, whenever I tried to learn to dance, it took me. It wasn't natural for me at all. Singing isn't natural for me at all. Uh, Mm -hmm. the performing arts are not natural for me at all. When I try, I have to work 10 times harder than somebody else that has the natural ability. Mm -hmm. So I guess Mm -hmm. if I had it to do all over again, I don't know. Cause Mm -hmm. I don't, 
you can have anything you want if you try hard enough, right? But there are schools of thought that yeah that that like that, yes. But I also think like for me, I always felt like, well, if I don't have the natural ability and I'm going to have to like claw and scrape and work really hard to even be in, it just never seemed worth it to me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't have the confidence, one or the other. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. It could be a confidence thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I was obsessed with it. thought maybe in a past life I was in, a, in the performing arts. I've always thought that if I could do something artistic, to me probably would be like learning an instrument. Because even though music is art, you know, there is a little bit more like, you know, the notes and it's more mechanical, not mechanical, but like you can, you know, mathematical. Yeah. It's more mathematical. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, I've always been more into like engineering stuff. So if I would go yeah. back, I would do that. I'd learn an instrument. I'm really glad yeah. I did that for my sons because my sons are actually pretty musical, not like creating music, but they know music. Yeah. We have a, uh... We, we have ukuleles around. We have guitars. I have a cello. We have all <laughs> kinds of music. I have a drum kit. We have all kinds of musical instruments because it's just like, it's a completely different art form than like the visual arts, mm-hmm. you know? It's just like, oh, let's try this, you know? But sometimes we jam, you know, the, me and Martin. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. Like, let's you know? piss off the neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this has been a, a cool topic and a neat change. Yeah, Gigi, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming back on. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for Talking having me. This was a lot of fun. We want to thank you for tuning into the show today. We want to thank Gina for joining us and sharing candidly. You can see her work on her website, sparkingthemuse.com. What inspires you and makes you feel creative? Share it with us by emailing us at 2.5chicks at gmail.com. Or message us on Instagram at 2.5chicks. More 2.5chicks is coming your way. Until then, bye.